47 degrees here in the city of Beaver Dam. 36 minutes after the 12 o'clock hour. It is now time for our community comment program, and we have got a full house on today's show. Our guests are with the Dodge County Center for the Arts. Uh, we've got a uh, got a few folks to introduce here. Uh, in with the uh, the Arts Center proper, we have got uh, from the Board of Directors, Craig Casting. Craig, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Very good. We have got uh, the uh, the new gallery manager, Amy McPherson. Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. And uh, we've, then we've got a, a couple guests who are with an upcoming exhibit that is going to be premiering St. Patrick's Day, uh, just about a month away from here. Uh, we want to welcome into the conversation as well uh, two quirky individuals. We have got uh, Katie Dawn and Brendan Quirk, all the way from Mayville. Thank you guys for, uh, for, for coming all the way to the city of Beaver Dam for the uh, big radio show today. Thanks for having us. Thank long you for drive. having us. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but happy a, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. How ironic that we're going to be talking about kind of the next big holiday on the calendar, St. Patrick's Day, here on Valentine's Day. Perfect. Yes. The timing could not be any better. Uh, and the uh, the phone number, if you've got a question or a comment for any of our guests today with the Dodge County Center for the Arts, as always, is 920-885-4446. And yeah, we are going to be talking about uh, the, uh, the next exhibit at the Dodge County Center for the Arts, but the current exhibit... Tiny humans is uh, that's still up and running, and folks can pop in during the uh, the time that the DCCA is open, if I'm not mistaken, Craig and Amy. That's correct. Yep, that's right. We're, uh, Thursdays and Fridays from four to seven, uh, Saturdays from ten to three, and Sundays from noon to three. And we have our show up here. And because uh, because I wanted to make it really scintillating radio, uh, I brought some of the artwork along for you to show to show you um, is uh, my, some some of my granddaughters. And we talked. Uh, Tracy kind of talked the other day about how. Uh, my granddaughter Caroline had sold a piece. She somebody came in and said, "Oh, there's I really like that. Can I buy that?" And we're like, "Well, it's not really for sale, but oh, sure, wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it." So yeah, she's one year old and she's got her own. Uh, she's got her own uh, art gallery already started. Right. I, I won't say my age, but I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Yeah, there are people our ages that have been artists their whole life that haven't sold anything, yeah. I'm guessing. No kidding. No kidding. But, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. We have some great artists. Uh, oops, my micro hit. We uh, have some great artists. We uh, uh, Not only my grandkids, obviously, which I'm partial to, but we have uh, uh, like some, we have um, Aristotle and Aria Wassell. Uh, we have um, Everly Schultz and actually Chrissy Schultz, who, who works over at the daycare in Dodgeland, actually uh, gave us a. Uh, um, list of items to brought had her kids all create projects. So we have a whole wall that's nothing but uh, stuff from the from the daycare in Juneau. It's it's fantastic. Wow, that, and that's what kind of response have you gotten from uh, parents uh, being able to give this opportunity to their kids? Well, it's been fantastic. We've had a lot of people come in and and uh, take spent a lot of time taking pictures next to their art. <laughs> oh. Right, right, right. It was it, it it became a big family event, and it was really cool. Oh, that's uh, that's super. And the and the kids, um, the artwork ranged anywhere from six months to ten years old, and it's really neat. It's oh. really inspiring. Is this something you guys think you're going to do again? 
Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. We we really, I mean, we would expect we expected a bigger turnout, but we, it's it's great. But we want to do it. With, uh, part of what our co- uh, charter was when we uh, inherited our building from the uh, from uh, Dennis Giese and Karen Tomko was part of it was to change the name of the to the Dodge County Center for the Arts. But the other one was to have more programming for children, and that ties right into the Children's Radiothon, which will be which helps us, uh, you know, help defer the cost of setting that show up because uh, none of those kids are obviously at one years old they're not members of the art center well, i don't know why they sh- they should be right but uh but uh you know the but we want those but we want the ability for them to come in and do that so it helps us defer the cost of having these kids in here and and showing their art and and then having the parents come in and and then exposes them to all of our other things like the the year-round book sale the the uh the, 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 the thursday night projects thursday night projects and a lot of a lot of people come in with their kids and grandkids and we're making um, mardi gras masks um this month and they're turning out fabulous and people are having a great time and last week we were closed because of the snow if we're ever closed everyone's invited to come and do the same thing on friday the ah, gallery's open some good things to keep in mind there now mm-hmm. you, you had joked that the uh, the one-year-olds weren't um weren't uh, members of the dodge county center <laughs> for the arts uh, I'm, I'm guessing though that you have different uh patronage levels for those who might want to become a member of the dcca and uh that would probably include pa- uh, family uh, packages i would think right that's correct we have a we have a nice uh, family package we have the artist artists and individuals is thirty dollars uh, and that's for a year you get the newsletter mailed to you um and and part of the other some of the other things that we can do, um, we're going to be working on uh, some stuff with the Peony Festival. And if you're a member of the of the Dodge County Center for the Arts, uh, there's a, dis, a huge discount for being a member. Um, and then you have the the families, or I think it's fifty dollars for family, and then it goes up from there. We have some really good uh, patrons like the Folks Foundation and uh, people like that who give us more money. Uh, some of our anon they like to say anonymous donors that you know give us regular money. Uh, we actually have an artist. A former artist who is from Beaverdam who lives in um, Minnesota, and he sends us a check every year for his for a donation towards the art center because he believes in what we're doing and what we're there, even though he can't be there anymore. Are we going to find information about being a donor, along with information about the current and future exhibits, on any website or social media we should be aware of? Yep, we do. Uh, we do posting on our uh, website uh, dodgecountyarts.org. Uh, we also have links then to our Facebook page, which has a regular I should say regular updates as, as soon as I get to them. Um, also, the Chamber's website, all of our events are listed there, as well as Daily Dodge. You have a calendar, and I try to put all my stuff on there as well. Yeah, and we in, uh, actually, we encourage people that, are, uh, that have an event coming up, if it's something that's open to the public, uh, go to the events tab at dailydodge.com and uh, submit it, and we'll try to get that on. Uh, we usually approve it within about 24 hours, and we essentially stole the uh, the approach that the Beaver Dam Chamber of Commerce has. So you can go from Daily Dodge to the Beaver Dam Chamber of Commerce website. And Craig, if I'm not mistaken, you might have had a little bit to do with that uh, yeah, website over at the Chamber. The original one, yeah, the original uh, original uh, calendar, uh, it was my idea back then, and we put it all up, and they've changed to a, a feature called Membi now, which is a, a built-in feature from a third party that, that does the menu managing for you, and then there's better management tools and better reporting and things like that that I could give them. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, we're I'm glad to get that stuff up there, and it helps Tracy when she comes on her regular show, because she did... Uh, 
last Tuesday, and I came in and talked to you about what was going on, and I was listening. (laughs) And it sounds like it's the same approach, though. You submit it, and it's approved on the other end, essentially? Yep, we get a notification at the chamber saying, hey, this has been there. I take a look at it. Uh, If I can get a chance to, uh, sometimes I'll change spelling errors or grammar, or I'll take, uh, if I know it's something that repeats, I'll I'll actually, the, the new system doesn't allow you to repeat events, so I'll go in and manually repeat them for the for the people who submit i'll also put photos up if there if i have some available or logos and things like that yeah it, it's a pretty cool system and you'll see that tiny humans art show uh, listed on any of the events calendars that we're talking about right now you would have also seen uh go fly a kite by the way while we're talking about some of these events how did the go fly a kite event go it was fantastic uh I, unfortunately i couldn't make it i was out of town but uh i happened to come in just as it was over and uh, amy and i were chatting at the art center when kayla and her husband kayla's the former gallery manager they walked in and i said well how'd it go and they said fantastic we were out of kites so we had bought a bunch of kites we gave them away for free again part of as part of the you know the money from the radiothon we gave them away for free and uh and they were gone right away so we've already told them we're signed up for next year <laughs> put uh-huh. us put us down we want to do it again because it was a hit we uh, people actually took their kites out onto the lake and and flew them on the lake so it's like cool but fortunately unfortunately for us nobody took pictures oh no so, yeah, it's like uh-huh. well it's a great event but there's no one taking pictures but but i know that uh, if we went through all of those kites uh, you know in in just a couple of hours that's got to be something that people really want to do. So we'll definitely be on the list for next year. And I do hope that you've uh, gotten your application in for the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon coming up here on the third Thursday of June, that 27-hour marathon broadcast that has already, over 25 years, raised $2.5 million for organizations that work with kids right here in the Dodge County area. You bet. It. One o'clock in the morning. <laughs> one o'clock in the... <laughs> the day before the deadline. I, I, one o'clock in the morning, I submitted it. <laughs> You're not the first agency that's been here that said they were uh, burning the midnight oil in advance of that uh, deadline. So we hope to have another good uh, dozen, dozen and a half or so uh, mm-hmm. agencies, uh, including the DCCA, uh, represented this year. Yep. So uh, let's well let's get to the matter at hand because we've got the quirks here, and uh, they've got an exhibit that's coming. I mean, this is opening up literally on St. Patrick's Day. Is that how I understand it? Yes. Okay. So what do we need to know? What's it called? All right. Well, it's called Pieces of the Present by the Life of the River. And if you want me to just describe the exhibit, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. All right. Uh, if you could describe the exhibit. Well, okay. It is a. 27 pieces of photographic art accompanied with poetic text. But it's not just art and text. What it is is a description of the life of the east branch of the Rock River. Now here in Beaver Dam, maybe you're not used to that, but it starts over in what they call Allington in Washington County and flows through mostly through Dodge County, up through Theresa and Mayville and Kikoski and ends up in the Horicon Marsh. And in the Horicon Marsh, it appears to die, but it doesn't die. It rejoins with its other branches and forms the Rock River, which, as we all know, goes all the way out to the Mississippi. So having crossed over the river practically every day, this little east branch of the Rock River, very scenic. Uh, if any of you have gone through Mayville, you've come up through 67, and you see the, the pavilion there. It looks like a postcard. Well, I wanted to get to know the river a little bit better. After all, every morning I go to work down in Milwaukee, down at Medical College by Freighter, and I cross it four times just Hmm. to get to the highway. So I did a series of pictures and put them together as basically the life of the river. 
Now the river, it's born over there in Allenton, and it gets older and it appears to die there in Horicon. But you can at any time go back and visit any point in its life as it travels through the countryside. And that it became in my mind like a metaphor for our lives, except we don't see all of that. We only see the point in our life that we are at at a moment. But our life really does exist as this, this string that exists all at once. We can't go back to our birth and our death. We can, or up to our death at any time we want. We can only travel a string. But other people travel their string at the same time. And so life is this always existing string, and we are just travelers on that string. So I wanted to bring that out in the poetry that my wife and I wrote, and it's going to be posted by the pictures in the exhibit. Now, the opening night is Friday the 17th, and there'll be the usual gallery opening events. I believe we're having snacks mm -hmm. and drinks. drinks. Uh -huh. Real drinks or just drink both, drinks? Both. Real both. drinks. <laughs> My wife will be providing uh, Celtic folk music so we don't have to hire a guitarist. <laughs> and she'll be singing river songs. She wrote a couple of songs regarding rivers to go along with this. At, uh, we'll be opening at about 5, but at 6 o'clock we'll be having a dramatic reading. We'll be project, projecting the pictures on the wall, and we will read the poetry in a dramatic manner, of course. <laughs> we'll try to use our dramatic radio voices, which I don't have. <laughs> Better than mine. I provide music, and so we'll have a little bit of a performative fun thing so that it won't be like your typical gallery opening where everybody just stands around and looks bored, and when the drinks are gone, they leave too. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, how long have you been, uh, how long have you considered yourself? How long have you dabbled in the art of photography? Well, I started when I was 14, so that's a good long ways ago. <laughs> Let's just say over 50 years. So, and, and I still perform it in the way that many of us remember from our youth. I just have a dark room, and a student uh. did the, doing the digital, I use all the old cameras I've collected over the years and print all my own pictures in the dark room, frame them up myself, mount them myself. And so it'll be all completely handmade, the entire exhibit. I'll even print out the poetry so Amy doesn't have to do it. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so I've been doing that off and on all my life. I've accumulated quite a lot of pictures. I haven't put them out much because most of my life I've been doing science. I'm a medical researcher down at medical college, so I haven't had the time to really push it out there. But this time I thought I'd give it a shot and really push it out there. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see some of my pictures if you'd like on my website, which is just brendanquirk.com. Uh, you can see me on Facebook, which is Brendan Quirk Photography. You printed quite a few books. We printed. I just finished a new book, so we'll have. A, we'll even raffle one of these off out. I think at the show, where I've put all the pictures and the text in one nice handout book. Mm -hmm. So, Brendan, having a uh, having a, a serious career on the 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 medical scientific field. What is uh, what is art meant to you as a, uh, a juxtaposition to that or a contrast to that low these many years? Well, some might say it's a, a relief or a, a way to get away from it, but I don't see it that way. It's just something I've always done. And I did it before I was even in science because it started when I, was in four, when I was 14. I went to college. I got a degree in chemistry, and I was working at a business in Chicago and when I was in my early 20s, and I seriously considered it at one time 
making photography my career and it was really right on the on the edge there i was thinking about going to the art institute and getting a degree and but i like science so much i said okay science is probably a better career i could even claim to help people maybe (laughs) (laughs) and it certainly is going to pay a better salary and i can do art at the same time just not full-time but now that i'm getting older things are slowing down at work now i can put my heart into it now more I don't know how many artists do chemistry on the side. It seems like it might be more of a other way around type of thing. I think you'd be surprised. I may be. You might be right. Something I noticed, I've been involved in music a lot, and that's how I knew my wife. And I noticed long ago that in a lot of music areas, especially more community things like like community choirs and orchestras and theaters, you get a lot of science-oriented people who do that in their spare time. So I think there's something in the mind that goes down both paths at the same time. Maybe the yin and the yang of it. Yeah, well, they're not opposite, you know. I think it's people who want to do things Mm -hmm. and not just sit and do nothing with their lives. We always are driven to do things all the time. Is there um, a a portion of your art, an angle of your art, a theme in your art where these two ideas intersect? I would probably have to say, no, not really, because my art, my photography tends to go along the lines of nature and uh, environments and places and buildings. Uh, and I like to organize it in a musical way. You'll find that a lot of my, uh, what we call sonatas, this one's Sonatas 10, it's just a term we made up for our sets of photographs organized with poetic text and we organize them in movements the way you would a, a sonata or a um, so how fast symphony, or slow you, know, you read the right, poetry right mm-hmm. how fast or slow kind of give you directions so if you remember from when you when you took music and uh, symphonies would have an adagio or an andante or something those are really just telling you how to perform and so I tend to give and caprizio with the mood and caprizio means you know Playful, like, Playful. A, like a goat. And as far as getting science into the art, I never really considered that, although old-fashioned darkroom photography does actually do a lot of chemistry. Sometimes, <laughs> n- now, you know, medical research involves a lot of regulatory stuff and a lot of computer stuff. And I laugh and I tell my boss sometimes, you know, I do more chemistry at home in my basement than I've been doing here in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the pictures to prove it. Yeah, that's right. So maybe there's there's the connection you're looking for. Uh, Katie Dawn yes. is uh, hi, Katie. Katie hi. Dawn. Katie Dawn. Uh, the um, the opening on the 17th of March. The gallery opening again, 5 p.m. Doors open, 6 p.m. Uh, there's going to be dramatic readings and things are going to get underway. You are going to be. Um, singing some Celtic folk music. Celtic folk music and river music. Some of it I composed. Some will be in Gaelic. She's busy writing songs right now. (laughs) I've got two so far that I've written that are original, and some of my original music that are folk music will be in there. Um, I started out going to medical school, and I've done music and performed my whole life. And I'm also an artist. And you'll be surprised how many people do medical fields and are also artists. Mm. It's not a getaway. You start out being an artist when you're small. And you have to give it up in a way 
put it on the side as a sideline because you have to make a career. And something sometimes discourages you as you're growing up. People saying, when you're little, everything's great. And then you get a little bit older and everybody says, the discouraging things. Don't quit your day job is one of them. And, oh, that's terrible. And they make funny noises at you. And they don't think you can make it, even in singing. But the photography and the art. They even do that to people who want to go into radio. <laughs> I've heard that. Am I, right? I was going to bring that up. <laughs> All too often, unfortunately. As, as the late great John Mosey but used to say, you have in a the show, we will have a couple of songs that I wrote specifically for this because we see Brendan's photography as performative. And I think kind of that's where it's going right now. But we've always seen everything as performative. We like to show it to our grandchildren, our friends that way. She's so performative. We even have our own PA system for her, <laughs> which we'll bring. Okay, good. <laughs> well, in addition to, um, to singing, what are the art media that you are most passionate about? What, what forms of, of, what mediums, what artistic mediums are, are you most passionate about? I like to draw people's children. I like to paint. I like to sculpt a lot. Oh. I have some sculptures in the Nave Museum in Texas. I have some things in Horseshoe Bay, Texas. I did some choir boys. And in the front, they look like they're singing choir, but if you go behind the piece, you see the boys have their tennis shoes off and they're scratching the back of their legs. A slingshot is holding up the back of the choir gown. They're making devil arms behind the heads of the others and they're totally mischievous in the back but in the front they look wonderful <laughs> this uh exhibit that's coming up the the focus is going to be a little more phot uh, photographic it's going to be a little bit musical and it's going to be and there's a uh, poetic edge to it as well did i understand it right when when you guys i believe brendan you said that you and and katie dawn are, are writing poetry together yes uh, many of our Sonatas, as we call them, were written mainly by Katie Dawn. Uh, she's a lot better at I than I am at this. But uh, in this particular one, I wrote most of it, and um, she helped me and made it a little nicer sound and put a few rhymes in there for me. But, but one thing I want you to understand here is that it's visual art first. So we're not illustrating poems. I put together the pictures, I have an idea, I might shoot, get them all made assemble them, sequence them, and then, I have an idea of course, but then we write to fit the visual art. Because other, do it the other way around and you're kind of going into illustration territory, like illustrating a book, which is fine, but this is meant to be visual art first. And Katie Dawn, how is that working with your husband on, on some of this poetry? And remember, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, you should the box I gave her this morning. Uh -huh. He gave me the most That's enormous a... chocolate box I've oh. ever received in my entire whole life. There's a poem waiting for that, I think. Yes, she will. <laughs> she will knock it off so fast. Go ahead. Yes. Well, working with Brendan's been wonderful. Sometimes the poetry just comes flying out of me and I get it done in two days. Sometimes when he organizes them, they take a little bit longer. And sometimes when he tells me, I want it to be like this, it takes a lot longer. <laughs> okay. And I stepped in brown recluse spiders in 1994, and I right now they have this thing 
they don't give you anything for pain and I'm allergic to all NSAIDs. When I'm hurting, it takes a lot longer to write them and get things organized because sometimes you just have to sit on the couch and wait till it goes away. But most of the time it goes pretty fast because he and I think alike. What she's trying to do is explain why she's got two more projects stacked up that she hasn't finished. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys collaborate frequently like this? Oh, yes. I love to look at his pictures. I learned to play guitar so I could back her up when she's on stage, too. So. <laughs> yes, he did. I think that's the most romantic thing. Oh. So tell us about how you're going to be presenting these river songs, these Celtic songs. What, what is the approach you're going to take? Well... When you have an art show, they usually hire someone to sit on the side and kind of play a harp or a guitar, and they just sit there, and everybody ignores them, and they walk around, and they fumble around looking at the pictures, and they talk to each other because their friendships mean more to them than the art show. So we wanted to make it a performative art show and make the pictures interesting to them. So I wrote River Songs, and they're about the art show. And... We know a lot about doing shows. I've been doing shows since I'm very small. And I've traveled around. I've been fortunate enough to be with some very large bands. And I know how to perform. And I know how to get people's interest. So I'm going to get them interested in the art show. And the music is part of it. And we're putting on a show because this is performative art. So I plan to be playing most of the night and going around talking to people and explaining about the river songs because they talk about the art show. And then we'll do Celtic music. And if they request it, I'll do the rollicking stuff that everybody comes to want on <laughs> St. Patrick's <laughs> Night because I used to sing in an Irish pub in New Orleans, where I'm from, at Danny O'Flaherty's show. And I'm Danny O'Flaherty's lyricist. I write lots of the songs on his original music because I do speak Gaelic, and he thinks in Gaelic because he's from the islands in Connemara. And so I can sing and speak in Gaelic and I understand how he thinks. So I can tell him, no, you don't take all these words out because it doesn't mean anything in English. And so I write his lyrics for him. So give us some insight into uh, your development as an artist. Did you go to school? Did you learn from the, uh, the, you know, the school of life? What, uh, where, where did this? Uh, where did your passions uh, begin, and, and were there educational guardrails? I developed my talent naturally, but I did go to Tulane. I went to Newcomb College with Newcomb Pottery. I, I learned all of the mediums, but they really don't teach art or teach the talent of it in art school. I learned a lot of art history. I learned how to present it, but I learned more of that from being on stage. And I do know all of the do's and don'ts. Sometimes I don't follow them. <laughs> when, you, when you set out to write a river song, do you need to be on a river, near a river, looking at a photograph of a river? Is that, is that part of it? You know, we can see the Rock River just looking out our back window. <laughs> yes, we have beautiful sunsets over the Rock River. And I grew up along the mighty Mississippi. Just had to open up the window on the balcony, and I could hear the calliope music as the steamships went by. Oh, no kidding. So in a sense, it's in the river's in your blood. Yep. It's better than having your blood in the river. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the, uh, the show, again, uh, coming up, uh, opening up on the 17th of March, 
uh, also known as St. Patrick's Day. What um, what does this uh, what is the run of this show? When uh, when does it uh, when does it come to an end? When when can folks see it? Um, it it opens um, St. Patrick's Day, and that's March seventeenth, and it'll run for six weeks. April twenty third. April twenty third. Yes. So and you can come. All the days the gallery's open and, and view the show, but the thing is to come to the opening because that's going to be quite festive. Yes, oh, and it's, it sounds. Like, and now there's no charge to go to the opening. Nope. There's no charge to go to the opening. No. Nope. And and we had an opening years. Remember, do you remember a couple of years ago when we were on here and we had Miles, um, Miles come in and play a saxophone for us. Remember that? Oh, I remember Miles, young uh, young Miles, only like nine or ten years yeah. old. Yep. Yeah, but he uh, he actually did the opening and that was uh, he did the show and that was actually one of the most well received. Uh, we've had Mike Belanchi there do uh, uh, do some poetry reading. He actually um, he actually explained poetry the thought process behind the poetry and it actually made the poetry mean something I mean, rather than just you know thoughts and words it actually had a meaning once he told us well this is what I was writing or this is where I was going with this and and he explained it then he'd read the poetry like oh that takes that's totally different that's not that's not the poem I, I read in a book like five five minutes ago before you got on stage that's not the same poem you know it's the same words but it had a different meaning so it, it, see it in person and have someone do it in person is way more powerful than than just seeing it in unwritten word and I just wanted to say one thing about the show what I what I thought about is because all your photography is black and white that the poetry and the music brings an imaginary color to the whole show it brings you know Mm-hmm. puts puts that color in, paints it. So, and again, this is all at the Dodge County Center for the Arts. For those not familiar with the uh, the DCCA, where are you located? We're at one thirty West Maple Avenue. For those of us old timers, it's the old Bank Mutual. It's where I bank when I first moved to Beaverdam, um, uh, on the corner of West Maple and North Center Street. Uh, we have some really good sign signage there. You should be able to see it from anywhere. It lights up free at night. Free parking. Free parking. Yep, and it's all free parking. Most people come in the back because it's a uh, a handicap accessible. Or uh, you know, we also have a, a, a chairlift if we had decided to hold something in the basement. Uh, I think we're talking about doing something for the Peony Festival, and we're probably going to have to use utilize that. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a chairlift so people can get downstairs without having to go on the steps. And and uh, but we're open. Look for the big red flag. This is open, and and we're we're ready to go. Our guests here are with the Dodge County Center for the Arts, talking about all the stuff going on uh, on their uh, very busy and increasingly busy calendar. We do have to take a break. We'll be back here in just a few minutes on Community Comment. 95.3 FM is now WBEV FM. Since I discovered I could control fire, life has been incredibly difficult. It's hard to find the right floor that can handle the heat. Hey, this is Jonathan from Professional Floor Covering with the perfect flooring option for you. Porcelain tile. It's impervious to water, durable, and it's resistant to fading, mold, germs, and even fire. Even fire? I don't have to wear fire-resistant shoes anymore. Professional Floor Covering. Online at proflr.com. Wisconsin Radio Network has been on the air for more than 25 years and now boasts more than 100 broadcast signals statewide. Award-winning journalists bringing you news and sports stories that are important to you and your family. Bill Scott's Titletown digs deep into Packer coverage throughout the season. Plus, we're at the Capitol every day. Wisconsin Radio Network has the resources, social media, and digital presence to help you meet your business goals. Business owners, reach out for a meeting with a strategic marketing executive today at WRN.com. That's WRN.com. 
Did you know you don't have to suffer with loose, poor-fitting dentures? What if you didn't have to worry about gluing in your dentures just to have a meal with friends and family? At Preferred Dental Partners, we can provide a better way with dental implants. These implants can be done in our office and many times can be used to hold in the dentures you already have. Call the doctors at Preferred Dental Partners to see how they can help you eat worry-free. You can find Preferred Dental Partners in Beaver Dam and Horicon or online at pdpdentist.com. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. Cloudy skies expected this afternoon with scattered rain showers likely. High of 48, southeasterly winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Scattered rain showers again tonight. Lows level off around 40, cloudy. Slight chance for scattered showers tomorrow, 42, cloudy skies. 3 to 5 inches of snow tomorrow night through Thursday. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on 95.3 WBEV, powered by Daily Dodge. Currently, it's 46. From the Slimmerland Furniture Studio, this is 95.3 WBEV Beaver Dam, a good karma brand's radio station. And we're back here on Community Common. Our guests are with the Dodge County Center for the Arts. Uh, with the board of directors, Craig Caston, the gallery manager, Amy McPherson, here in the studio with us, alongside uh, some of the uh, the folks that are behind the upcoming exhibit. It opens on March 17th. That's St. Patrick's Day, and it is uh, called The Life of the River. Brendan Quirk and Katie Dawn Quirk here in the studio with us as well, giving us the details of this artistic excursion that they are undertaking and presenting to the community uh, through the 23rd of April. Again, that opens up on March 17th. Right now, you can go and uh, check out their uh, tiny humans art exhibit featuring artwork from those uh, those youngest ankle biters on up. Uh, in fact, uh, Craig, you were telling us that, uh, that your granddaughter already sold a piece. You've brought a lot of props into the uh, the studio here with you guys today. Well, my, you know, since we've known each other forever, and I always say, you know, my name starts with a K and yours is spelled wrong, starts with a C. <laughs> right. But I always think of think of all the bad things you've done in your life. I'm your karma, and karma starts with a K. <laughs> uh-huh. But, but I, I thought where you're going I thought that. it made for fascinating radio if I brought in you know brought in some visuals like some of the art pieces that we had. Uh, uh, some, I brought some cookies. Uh, I also brought an art project because I wasn't sure how much time we'd have. Uh, you know, I kind of trying to think of head if in case we'd have that we had a little art project to do for. But since you're not in the same room as us, for those of you who could see that on the radio, right? <laughs> so if you'll just hold the items up to the microphone, and then yes, all our listeners have to do is look in the upper left-hand corner of their electric radio box, and they should be able to uh, sort that all out. It's all about scintillating radio. Got to keep, got to keep the people interested. Use your imagination, right? That's what the art is about, right? Well, what are Use the cookies for? I, what, what, is that um, just eating. for snacking? Yeah, for snacking. Okay. It's, it's Valentine's Day. My Valentine's wife, Day. My wife was kind enough to take me out for breakfast, because uh, as you know, I'm married and I don't have money. Uh, <laughs> so right, yeah. She took me out for breakfast, and uh, and then we went sh- a little shopping, and we said, you know, we need some cookies. So we got some cookies for for the chamber, and then the, and then brought them here, and uh, you know, Kale had one already, and and then Amy brought in some some little chocolates. So we're yeah, we're we're set. It's it's you know, if it's on Valentine's Day, it's free, the calorie free. <laughs> and, and Brennan and, and Katie Dawn here, uh, you know, the idea of. Uh, a work, a couple that works together on some of these artistic endeavors. What's the secret to your success in in being able to achieve the um, you know the the goal of what it is you set out to do when you begin an artistic piece, whatever that may be, whether it be painting or music or photography. What's the what's the secret? Probably because 
we all like pretty much the same sort of thing and have the very similar backgrounds. So we don't go off to different places by ourselves and she isn't playing guitar while I'm off fishing. So since we all want to do the same thing, we have similar backgrounds, it kind of just fits together naturally. Plus, she's a better singer than I am, and I'm a better photographer than she is, but I can't draw, so it all fits together. <laughs> Complimenting each other in, uh, in, in ways where you're opposites and also where you're similar. It doesn't mean we don't disagree. You should see some of our rehearsals in the past. <laughs> but, you know, any kind of arts and performance, it gets emotional sometimes. Because <laughs> right. you put yourself into it, and, and if you don't, if you don't get emotional, you never get anywhere. Right. We're in an emotional business. <laughs> That's true. Radio, right. of course, is never like that, is it? No, no, not at all. We uh, we, we just say words here. They have no emotional content behind them. <laughs> How do we know you're not chat, chat GPT or whatever that is? <laughs> We're, you know, I mean, hey, that's coming to take all of our jobs. Artists and radio personalities uh, all combined. I don't think it's going to work that way. No? I think it's going to make it better for all of us because eventually people are going to want what we do. Because anybody can buy a computer, but they're going to really want the stuff that we do by hand. They're going to want to see us do it, too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so perhaps in the future, art uh, in the making might be something that we uh, see more often. But speaking of art in the making, you guys have art in the making every Thursday night over at the Dodge County Center for the Arts. Yeah. Yes, yes, we do. And we're currently making um, Mardi Gras masks, and they're really fun. So I invite everybody to come, come Thursday night, and and make a Mardi Gras mask. In March, we're doing um, geometric um, abstract greeting cards. And in April, we are going to be um, painting board boards and peonies on boards for the for the city for the peony fest those are the thursday night activities i'm sorry you said geometric abstract postcard did no, i gre- that? greeting cards greeting cards okay. right well you that that is a uh, that is an interesting theme yeah well, you want, what, what you want to describe it Amy? yeah what does that look like in, in action <laughs> well um we're going to take greeting cards and then we'll tape around the outside so you have a little you know, um, kind of looking like a mat, but on the inside of it, um, we're taking like um, paint, paint swabs, pieces, you know, and cutting it up into little pieces, and then creating, gluing, and making, creating an abstract with it. Okay, all right. Now, um, I, this seems like the type of thing that uh, Katie Dawn should be lending some insight into. Uh, <laughs> Being from New Orleans and whatnot. <laughs> well, with the Mardi Gras mask. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you should ask her to come over. Yeah, That's yeah. right. You're always welcome. Everybody's always welcome to come do that. Right. And a lot of these ideas that are Amy's, um, you know, the, some of these shows and, and the Thursday night thing, um, she's done a fantastic job of taking over the reins and, and pushing us, pushing the envelope. And somebody says, I hope they don't get, she doesn't get burned out. I said, I hope I don't get burned out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the, uh, the April, um, uh, Thursday night community art night is going to be focused on the uh, the arts and PNE festival that uh, is yep. here in Beaver Dam. What might that one look like? Well, you don't. You're not going to have the flowers yet, right? Well, I, I'm 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 going with um, what Craig wanted. The city wanted some boards that were painted, so 
Yep, we're, we're going to take do. those like we did for the Halloween and for the Fall Downtown Fest, and we did for the um, other for Christmas or the holidays. We actually painted boards as part of a th- project, and then I went down and tied them down to the to the bridge downtown, the 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 railings on the bridge around uh, front and center streets or front and yeah front and center. So we did that. So we want to do that for the Arts and Peony Festival because the, uh, the the powers that be wanted you know they're running the Power Peony Festival and stuff really wanted to showcase it and make it bigger so Amy will come up with some designs and Amy will lead them in painting peony peony art and right. on boards and then I'll go down, I'll go down there again and, and drill holes in them and put them on the put them put, up. Put them up. <laughs> of course all these things we're talking about are not uh, possible without uh, without volunteers without uh, without funding we already talked a little bit about the uh, opportunity to become a patron member of the Dodge County Center for the Arts but there's other ways to uh, help out in fact there are more delicious ways to help out as I understand Stand <laughs> There's all kinds of things to do. There. Tell us about the uh, the collaboration that you've got with Benvenuto's. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, can, like an expert segue in the world of radio is what they Amy, call that. Look at, look at your agenda. I, I, I could see the look at her face that she's like, where's he going with this? And I was just about to point it out. <laughs> well, we have the Valentine cookies here. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have cookies. We have chocolates. We have water. We have it all. <laughs> um. This is in um, March 1st and March 8th. Um, we are working with Ben Noodles, and you go eat a delicious meal there, and 20% of the proceeds, you tell them with your, you're with the Dodge County Center for the Arts, and 20% of the proceeds from the meal will go for a donation to the Dodge County Center for the Arts. So it's that's March, it's a Wednesday, March 1st and March 8th. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. all three, dine-in, carry-out, or... Uh, or order a habit. It's, yeah, it's you, do, you just need to mention the, the Dodge County Center for the Arts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and how important are these uh, these collaborations with uh, local restaurants in a revenue-generating sense, these uh, these partnerships that you've got with places like the, the radio station here and these, uh, 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 these just general funds that are raised from the community with uh, folks becoming uh, patron members of the Dodge County Center for the Arts. How important is that for what it is that you guys do on a daily basis? It's amazing. It's an amazing... Uh, shot in the arm for us to be able to do these things because without it we couldn't do it I mean there's just no way that we could run a building because uh, you know when we when we inherited this building Ruth Metz always says do you really want to run a business and I said not really because you have you know you have you have, uh, you have snow removal and you have insurance and you have all these things you have to have and so we're there's an overhead for this and we've always tried to keep the art center as close to free as possible because we want we want people to come in and enjoy art art means a lot to the community and without support from uh, places like yourself and the chamber and the uh, you know and and benvenuto's and a few of the other uh, people have donated to us in the past the folks foundation and some of the other ones um you know those things without those things we could not go anywhere and and it would just be a crime to lose some an, an organization that's 62 years old or yeah 62 years old um and uh then they could um without that and have that just go by the wayside just because we couldn't afford to be there anymore and offer programs and classes like the uh, the Thursday Art Nights yep. uh, that are available every Thursday. What, what are some of the other classes that are available through the Dodge County Center for the Arts? Well, we're going to be having um, actually a peony contest um, st- starting now pretty soon. Craig's going to get it so you can um, register online or you can pick up a registration at the gallery. And um, everyone is welcome. We're going to invite all the high school um, 
art classes to participate, and it's it's any size, any medium. Um, if it's paper, um, have it matted and framed. Canvas, you can frame it, but it doesn't have to be framed. And then this is going on now till it'll be a show put up after the um, after the Dang. Life of the River show. But everyone, start bringing stuff in, and there. Then the opening will be. Um, do you have the date of the opening? Uh, I think it's, <laughs> it's like April. I think it's Saturday, April twenty eighth. It'll be it'll be on the registration thing. We're going to have a big an opening, and there'll be it's going to be a contest, and we're going to have um, a judging, and there'll be a first prize of two hundred dollars, a second prize of a hundred dollars, and a third prize of fifty dollars, and then all the artists um, that put. Um, a picture in the show will have it um, up for display um, through the um, through the Peony Fest till till the um, second second weekend um, July. And what are you calling that again? It's it's just it's going to be um, it's just an art contest, a peony art contest. So the the we're we're getting all excited about the the peony festival, arts and peony festival. So this is this is going to be everyone getting ready for it, and we're going to do a it's going to be a peony show. Excellent, very good, and, right. and a great tie-in. And I, you know, I just had who was it that I just had here? Oh, I had. Um, uh, uh, from the chamber, the uh, executive Tracy. director Tracy Probst, mm-hmm. and she had revealed that the National Peony Society is going to be having their their national um, event here in Beaver Dam in 2025. 2025, that's correct. Yep. Isn't that? I mean, that is uh, we're that's remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great, and and we're looking forward to to being part of it. It, it it's kind of funny because uh, being involved so closely involved with the chamber a couple of years ago, we started doing this, and uh, it was supposed to be just to test to see how it was going to go. And then two years ago, it just when they first the first Peony Festival we had just exploded. It was supposed to be just like a small little thing to get people interested in it, and it just took a lot. Of life of its own so last year it was even bigger and this year is even bigger because we're gonna have bus tours we're gonna have um right uh we have all kinds of things that are happening that are, are every every year it seems like shannon at the chambers that's all she's been working on lately is try to get that stuff all the details out get everybody to commit to things and it just it just keeps growing exponentially yeah. Not not the only class you're offering. You've got a painting made easy class uh, right around the corner. Right. We just finished um, the Sunday. We had a painting made easy, and it was a Valentine theme, and it was so fun. It really. We. I had. I. I don't know. I. I probably had more fun than everyone else, but everyone seemed to have such a good time. It was. It was great. The next one is going to be March 19th, and we're going to be doing a. That's going to be with the theme on the Thursday night, but it's going to be a geometric abstract painting and i'm just really excited about that i hope everybody who came to the last one comes um to the next one and then in april this is going to be april 16th and we're going to it's it's on the it's on the idea of singing in the rain like april showers but um so that one is going to be a painting of umbrellas and rain and singing in the rain so and it's important to know that the, the amy's leading these classes and amy right. has experience and a degree in art right? oh yes and i do so she has all of these things so so you're not you're not getting it from someone who really likes art you're getting it from an actual but we take it Anybody who really Does that likes mean art, you don't like art, yeah, 
yeah. I really like no, her. As, as far as they don't like it but don't have any degree in teaching it, she has a degree. And exactly. So, so exactly. you can come down and learn it. And, and I saw some of the, the samples, uh, the same with the uh, Jenny Corbar's uh, class. Right, and painting. I think that I think she's going to continue the yeah. drop paint uh, the first Sunday of every month. Yeah, and it's, those are, be- those oh, are those beautiful. Those are really pretty. They're beautiful, yeah. They're, they're, you can see those hanging at the Art Center as well, and uh-huh. they're there. Right. Yeah. I, I got a few more questions I want to ask you about. I want to talk about the Spark program and okay. uh, also hear a little bit about uh, what uh, exhibits may we may see a little bit further out. Uh, but it, like I said, we do have to take that break. Our guests here with the Dodge County Center for the Arts back in a few minutes. From the Slimmerland Furniture Studio, this is 95.3 WBEV Beaver Dam, a Good Karma Brands radio station. Since I discovered I could control fire, life has been incredibly difficult. It's hard to find the right floor that can handle the heat. Hey, this is Jonathan from Professional Floor Covering with the perfect flooring option for you. Porcelain tile. It's impervious to water, durable, and it's resistant to fading, mold, germs, and even fire. Even fire? I don't have to wear fire-resistant shoes anymore. Professional Floor Covering. Online at proflr.com. Wisconsin Radio Network has been on the air for more than 25 years and now boasts more than 100 broadcast signals statewide. Award-winning journalists bringing you news and sports stories that are important to you and your family. Bill Scott's Title Town digs deep into Packer coverage throughout the season. Plus, we're at the Capitol every day. Wisconsin Radio Network has the resources, social media, and digital presence to help you meet your business goals. Business owners, reach out for a meeting with a strategic marketing executive today at WRN.com. That's WRN.com. Did you know you don't have to suffer with loose, poor-fitting dentures? What if you didn't have to worry about gluing in your dentures just to have a meal with friends and family? At Preferred Dental Partners, we can provide a better way with dental implants. These implants can be done in our office and many times can be used to hold in the dentures you already have. Call the doctors at Preferred Dental Partners to see how they can help you eat worry-free. You can find Preferred Dental Partners in Beaver Dam and Horicon or online at pdpdentist.com. Race to savings on your bathroom project at Menards. The Elate Frameless Shower Door by Kohler creates a sleek, minimalist look. The tempered glass is coated with clean coat technology, which repels water, scum, and residue, saving cleaning time and protects your door. It's available in a matte black, bright silver, or matte nickel finish to suit any style. Save big money on Kohler Shower Doors and race into Menards today. Savings good through February 18th. Save big money at Menards. And now a small business setback, delivered by a kind French stranger. Uh, Monsieur, there was an accident. The windshield of your catering van is, uh, how do you say, kaput? But Progressive has an extensive network of repair shops. Now, we sing about the old days. Brave marin revient de guerre. When things go wrong with your small business, it's comforting to know you have Progressive Commercial. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Croissance for Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms and conditions. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer-lasting scent. 
Looking for a rewarding career where you can make a difference? The world population depends on the use of the latest technology in agriculture, and the door is open to many new and rewarding career opportunities. Start a career with Central Ag Supply of Juno and Baraboo, currently hiring in both locations for additional service and installation technicians. For a new experience every day, submit your resume to P.O. Box 93, Juno, Wisconsin 53039, or apply online at centralagsupply.com. That's centralagsupply.com. Looking for a vehicle buying experience above the rest? Head to Summit Ford at Beaver Dam for your next vehicle purchase. Summit Ford has a large selection of new and over 500 pre-owned vehicles, hassle-free financing, and factory-trained certified technicians. Their trained product specialists make the vehicle buying experience quick and easy. Summit Ford, right off Highway 151 in Beaver Dam. Give them a call at 920-885-3500 or visit online at summitauto.com. From the Slimmerland Furniture Studio, this is 95.3 WBEV Beaver Dam, a good Karma Brands radio station. And we're back here on Community Common. Our guests with the Dodge County Center for the Arts and uh, the uh, upcoming exhibit, which is Pieces of the Present Abide the Life of the River. We've got uh, Brendan and uh, Katie Dawn Quirk in the studio with us, along with uh, Craig Caston with the Board of Directors and the Gallery Manager, Amy McPherson. The uh, exhibit, The Life of the River, opening up on St. Patrick's Day, that Friday evening with a, uh, a special exhibit opening, an opportunity to, uh, uh, to to celebrate a little bit. There, there will be some, uh, some finger foods and some drinks, an opportunity to meet the artists behind uh, that particular exhibit. Uh, there's also going to be a musical component associated with that and... Katie Dawn, I, I'm hoping by the time we uh, we wrap up the program, would would it be possible to maybe get a little uh, glimpse of of what it is you might be performing that evening? Sing a cappella because I did not know to bring my harp or guitar. Oh boy, we should keep a guitar here at the station. I think that's what I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I, I sell you a harp, <laughs> a harp and a guitar. Well, the harp might be a little harder than the guitar, but we'll we'll see what we can. So we might be able to get some a cappella out of yes. you before we before we wrap things up. But that might be a great way to put a bow on this conversation in just a few minutes. Then, all right. Thank you. We're looking forward to that. Uh, the uh, the exhibit again, uh, the life of the river, a photographic exhibit that also merges uh, poetry and song, uh, and that's what the Dodge County Center for the Arts does. Um, it, it you guys seem to have like a, a real ability, especially now as we're kind of moving out of the pandemic to uh, to bridge the needs of the community uh, and together with the the world of art. And one of the things that I'm I'm reminded of is the. Uh, the Spark Program, which is uh, something that the Aging and Disability Resource Center of uh, of Dodge County is strongly behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for for folks with early to mid stage memory loss, dementia, and their care partners. Can you give us some uh, insight into uh, some of the things that you're you're doing with uh, with the Spark Program? Well, we've we've been working with. Uh, we've had actually a couple of shows. Uh, de- uh, towards mental health. Our first one was mental health related and the second one was uh, for people with dementia, actually painted by people with dementia. And, and for those of you that are old like me and remember Ward Allen from TV from TV Albert the Alley Cat, uh, he was he was his wife Nancy Swenson who was a um, um, she was a, she's an artist as well and she has exhibits at our gallery. Uh, she she had him before he passed away. He had painted some 
pretty phenomenal art and uh, in that and so uh, Rob Grizzle who's our on our board of directors is also part of uh, the ADRC and he is working out this program where they this the people with uh, dementia and other is issues can travel I'm sorry I'm not an expert on it so that's Rob's thing he uh, he they're able to go around to different places and ex make different experiences so uh, one of our, the stops uh, this year is at the Dodge County Center for the Arts um, and um, I believe that's coming up on Thursday this Thursday hopefully it doesn't they don't get snowed out and uh, our one of our, our Vice President of the Dodge County Center for the Arts, Chris Fernock, uh, actually went and did some training on on how to do lead classes and that. So they'll be there uh, doing that uh, from one from uh, starting at one o'clock. I think one to two thirty. And so uh, it'll give a chance to, for people to come out and experience. If you want to come down, it's free. You can come down and join them, and they'll. You can see what Rob and his crew help people with dementia and other uh, mental health issues uh, work through that through art. It it really is remarkable uh, the role that art has in in people's lives, whether it be uh, for joy, for healing, for uh, to to pass the time. Brendan, uh, uh, Katie, Dawn, have have you guys found that in your lives that uh, that art has been able to uh, address maybe some of those uh, some of those more challenging times? Definitely, in raising my daughters when they were young, we would go to the city park in New Orleans, and I would bring my guitar. And we would go to Storyland, and I'd bring my daughters, and we would go to every one of the exhibits. We'd sit in the orange pumpkin, and I'd strum my guitar, and I'd sing all of the songs from Cinderella, like Impossible. And we'd go on the train, and we'd sing the song 500 Miles. We'd go into all of the different Storyland places. And it wasn't until one day I was sitting in there singing Impossible in the pumpkin, and I noticed the school children who'd gone to Storyland would come out. And I got my first job performing because I would perform for the school children. <laughs> but I was soothing the children, and it brought love to everybody. That reminds me of the time when we were uh, having a picnic in Cades Cove in the Smoky Mountains, Katie Dawn and I and our daughter Brittany. And we're sitting in the grass playing guitars and singing folk songs, and lo and behold, a group of Amish came up to listen to us. Mm -hmm. And I found that really interesting, because usually they are the the uh, subjects of the interest of tourists. And this mm -hmm. time, they were the tourists, and we were the, <laughs> the show. And I thought, actually, I found that kind of kind of uplifting in a way. It just we were they singing, sang a song to us. We, then they sang a song to us, but we were singing music that they could uh, identify, identify with. Yes, it was old folk songs. <laughs> it's it's remarkable how art and music can build bridges like that. And, and that's what the Dodge County Center for the Arts tries to do. That's what they're able to do with your help from uh, whether it be a, a patron membership uh, or, or just popping in for the uh, uh, to buy a couple books in, uh, in your, your book sales. Do you have specific dates for your book sales or is that something? Can anybody uh, peek into the book room and, and buy something so long as the gallery's open? As long as we're open, that we have books for sale. We have uh, several. We have a hallway full of them and a couple rooms full of them. We used to, years ago, we used to have an annual book sale. We do it once a year and it became really hard to get volunteers and to haul thousands of books and uh, then find a location. That was always a tough 
part, right? The uh, American Bank let us use their lobby one time, but now they've remodeled. It's not big enough. Uh, we used empty stores at the Park Village Shopping Center. Uh, we've done it every, lots of places over the years. And when our, we moved to our new place, our, our uh, handyman, Chuck Vogel, said, you know, I have an idea. And he went, he was, believe it or not, he was dumpster diving at the library. Oh, wow. <laughs> and because they were remodeling and they threw away all of their uh, lucite, you know, their clear shelves. Huh. So he dug them all out and put them all along the walls downstairs. So we have thousands of books, for, and they're all like a dollar and 50 cents. I mean, uh, it's a hit when people come in and then we mention books, they run downstairs because there are people who still read books. I do. Um, and and they run down there and they buy, and some people come up with stacks of them. And, you know, what a great way to, to get a book or find that unusual gift, you know, some rare title or rarer title. So it's, it's great. So you've uh, you've got the Tiny Humans art exhibit right now. Uh, after that, you're going to uh, have some of the the peony art contest stuff up, mm-hmm. and uh, then the uh, the Life of the River exhibit uh, begins uh, in there. And what do we see beyond that? Uh, I, you're doing something, if I'm not mistaken, with. Um, with Nancy's notions, sure. Or, uh, Nancy's Eman Productions, I should say. Sure. Let me circle back real quick, though. The, there's, there is we have the show, but we also have our gallery that's open all the time, and we're we are inviting artists. You know, if you want to uh, show your art and sell your art, uh, talk to Amy, and Amy will gladly help you get it set up and and that because part of our, our business to the business to make us to, to help make money to help pay for Amy to help pay for all the other expenses is selling people's art, and you know we take a very 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 small commission it's we've been told it's kind of crazy but we're not in it for the money we're in it to make help people with art help people experience art help people appreciate art and help people who want to become an artist say well i can do that you know and i'll do that and and they, we have a vehicle with amy we have a vehicle for that um I'll coming up though now i'll change the subject again and i'll go to uh we are we are going to do some things uh over the past couple of years we've been we've been blessed to, to have nancy uh deanna springer and her and dana from down at the uh, nancy's even sewing studio uh they were uh, they were instrumental in getting us uh, right before COVID hit the nancy's even exhibit which was by far our most popular exhibit and we had to shut it down early and since then they've always brought in they have a quilt challenge every year and they issue the challenge to all the quilters give them direction you know you have this size this color you have to do this whatever it happens to be and they're bringing up a new one this year and it's called um and it's called the uh, 100 years of art deco and uh, we'll have those quilts available and it's the only place other than online or at the actual quilt show which is in in madison that you'll be able to see these because they belong to the artists and um and they're this is their their hundred years of art deco and it's uh they have to be uh, 30 inches by 40 inches and um there's some details that they the are that the actual sewers have to do i i wouldn't know what they are but they do those and and we have have those hanging up but we'll have like what do we what did she say 24 did she 27 27 i think yeah 20 you're right 27 27 of those hanging up there so you can come by and you can take a look at them and you can see how much work and how much art that really is i mean right. they're they're beautiful and uh, and that'll that'll start in the middle of April. That'll be announced. Yeah. Ah, okay, very good. And will you guys come back for that and, and give us the the details uh, in uh, a little more in depth right. at that time? Yes. You bet. Wonderful. You bet. Fantastic. So, uh, so now we're going to uh, kind of wind down the. Oh, before we do that, uh, the uh, the hours once again over at the Dodge County Center for the Arts. 
It's Thursday from 4 to 7, Friday 4 to 7, Saturday from 10 to 3, and Sunday noon to 3. Excellent. Very good. And uh, we can find you online where? DodgeCountyArts.org. We also have a Facebook page, a Twitter account if you'd like to follow us on Twitter. Uh, We also post on Instagram um, pictures. uh, But we we like to post a lot of pictures and and talk about the things we're doing. And so if you don't don't do a Facebook, um, do do Twitter and see what we're doing on Twitter because everything gets posted to all those places. So in just a second. We're going to hear from uh, Katie Dawn and uh, some of the uh, the music that you will hear at the exhibit, which is uh, going to be opening up on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. But uh, before we do that, a little thing I like to do on the program here is just kind of wind down by by going around and asking our uh, our guests to give some insight into uh, what, what they want our listeners to take away from this conversation and, uh, and maybe any uh, call to action they would have. And, uh, you know, Amy, I'll, I'll start with you. We've, we've covered a lot of ground today. Uh, there's a lot of things that are on the calendar over at the, uh, the Dodge County Center for the Arts. What do you want our listeners uh, to be able to, well, take away from this conversation? <laughs> I want them to take away the... Um the idea of stopping by and seeing us, seeing everything we have going on, experience the shows, and, and just be part of it. Join the community, the art community, and, and we, we invite everybody. And I want to say um, happy Valentine's to all my friends and family listening out there. Oh, excellent. Very good. And uh, Craig Caston will go to you next. I just want people to take away that we're there, that uh, that we're not uh, we're not a stuck-up art gallery that you'd find like in the middle of New York, where it's you know costs money. Everything's free. You come in. It's it's artists. It's local artists, and that's the really important part. Is it's all local people, and you come in and and take a look and to know we're there. That's a lot of uh, our issues have been trying to get people to realize where we actually are, and we're part you know part of the arts district, right? We're in the uh, by the theater. We're by um, you know all the the places all down there where the, the uh, we're having a lot of art happening we want that where those giant murals are of Nancy Zeman and and uh, you know Fred McMurray and we want to do we want people to join this we want to come down and say I want to do art and and no judgment no you come in you bring your art in and or or come in and get inspired and and you know sense of Zen when you come in and look at some of this beautiful art Marilyn Katzma's art is just gorgeous and it's kind of a zen to look at it and, and feel it so we want people to bring that along and 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 I'm, if my wife's listening happy Valentine's Day to her too <laughs> very well done uh, you guys might not have to worry about that because you're right here face to face Brendan Quirk a photographer artist a scientist chemist we're not going to get into all that stuff but uh, but Brendan uh, you've got the exhibit opening up on the uh, the 17th of March uh, St. Patrick's Day why should uh, why should our listeners check out the life of the river? Well, of course, what I really want you to do is come and see my art and buy it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. But also, you, you can explore a part of Dodge County that you might not have thought about. Actually, it's mostly east of Beaver Dam by Mayville, the big rival. <laughs> I'm from Horcutt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it really it's it's a part of Dodge County, and it's a part you may never have really explored. Uh, or maybe the next time I'll do the same thing about Beaver Dam. Uh, and also I'd like you to, to come away with a, a feeling for how visual art and performative art can all intermesh and be part of the same experience. It's a little more livelier than you might be, you know, be used to, but it's like I never liked poetry until I started reading it out loud. And then you start to understand it. And it's the same thing 
here you can put the various fields together, make something exciting and interesting out of it. And uh, we're going to give uh, the final word and the final note to Katie Dawn Quirk. Katie, why should, or Katie Dawn, why should uh, folks check out this exhibit that's opening up on March 17th and running through April 23rd? It's not your typical art show for photography, but I grew up in New Orleans and I started doing art when I was very young at the Wisner Wing at New Orleans Museum of Art. And I find that this place to exhibit art at the Dodge County Center for the Arts is quite a bit like the New Orleans Museum of Art. It's friendly and it's warm. The New Orleans Museum of Art, why it's what some people might consider highfalutin, it's in New Orleans. And New Orleans is the city of love. There is friendly love, warmness, and a lot of art there. We used to have day god days. We used to have activities for people. And these people at the Dodge County Center for the Arts are warm and receptive. And there's, there's a lot of welcoming there for all of the art. And they see the art in everyone. They don't discourage people. They welcome you in. They teach you. And they accept you. And that's what art is all about. It draws people in. And it holds them, and it holds their attention, and they make everyone feel warm, and they make everyone feel accepted, and they don't turn people away. And they're kind, and that's what art is. It's the kindness coming out of us. And it shows your inner feelings, and they should never be squashed. Katie Dawn, uh, will you uh, do us a favor and, uh, and take us out with a, uh, a song that uh, our listeners may hear on uh, March 17th? during that exhibit opening for The Life of the River. Well, there was some discussion about doing something Celtic for St. Patrick's Day and for Valentine's Day, and I only have two verses I'll let you out with because I don't have my guitar or my harp or anything to do with it. So it's a cappella, and I'll do this one for you. Mohesh mohir, si you know, sajir. Mohesh moben, make out mir. Good gown, fush good, card moon sheer. She needs cacket, a good brusher here. I'll be sure in you, Mulai, Sir Hanak, Jiker boy, shagoy. As be she gay, hi on a hoy, Joel doshe as eager, who amaze rule. Christ no praise singer, Christ de cru, they must stay in our hearts, never prove. And boy she goyas, noid me a, they'll hager. Cosboy Nevha That was beautiful. Thank you very much for that. Once again, that was Katie Dawn Quirk. Her alongside her husband, Brendan Quirk, will be uh, presenting the next exhibit at the Dodge County Center for the Arts. It's Pieces of the Present Abide the Life of the River. Again, opening on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2023, a Friday night. Doors opening at 5 o'clock. The, uh, uh, the, the program gets underway in earnest at 6 o'clock, as with all 
uh, event openings, exhibit openings at the Dodge County Center for the Arts, an opportunity to meet with the artists, uh, uh, to enjoy some uh, some refreshments, some finger foods, and uh, and take in the art, as it were. You can go to the Dodge County Center for the Arts during uh, the days that they're opened. Uh, the current exhibit is the Tiny Humans Art Exhibit. They've got a full calendar of events coming up, not the least of which includes a variety of classes, uh, painting made easy, uh, you've got your Thursday night opportunities, their community art nights, and uh, there's uh, going to be uh, Mardi Gras masks in, uh, in the upcoming weeks, uh, along with a, a variety of other themes, all at uh, the Dodge County Center for the Arts. You can find more information about them at dodgecountyarts.org. Again, that is dodgecountyarts.org. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us on today's program, uh, including... Uh, Katie Dawn and Brendan Quirk alongside the um, gallery manager, Amy McPherson and Craig Caston from the Dodge County Center for the Arts Board of Directors. That is going to do it for today's community comment.